I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey, it's Malls. Walking up, please advise. We've been drinking Miraval, answering your questions. I've been drinking Polar Seltzer. Blair's drinking a plethora of beverages. Blair Bercy is a very good friend of mine. She has worked for Awkward Family Photos, Hello Giggles, and she is a part of the upcoming Oxygen. Nailed it. Oxygen show. Nailed Nailed it. it. Yeah. Which I did nail it when I said oxygen wrong three times. The third time. The third time you nailed it. You got it, girl. Do you. Okay, so we're... Answering your questions, you guys have uh, been so far calling in in life and in these podcast episodes with some like pretty fucking shit. We get like very disturbed, aka like just like trying to process like I'm an empath. That's my belief that like I'm like kind of like overly affected by the emotions of others. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, I feel I feel invested with all the calls from episode three. I'm still thinking about all of them. So it it affected me. It was deep. But do you believe in like the metaphysical, Blair? Okay. Don't we have some calls? Don't okay. we? I believe yeah, in the no, metaphysical. No, we do. But I, I believe just in wanted, it. Yes, okay. I believe in it. You believe? Okay. You just, okay but do right. I believe that? I believe you're empathetic. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I wanted to okay, I wanted to talk with you about the metaphysics. All right, okay. fine. Let's no, just No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. I just don't want to I don't want to crush your spirit. You know what? We'll do this um we'll do this another time. Oh. 
I'm sorry. I do. I believe that you can. I, I believe you can fly, Molly. I do. All right. Let's see some calls. Hey, Molly. So I have a question. I'm a year of college, and I moved to a new city several months ago for a job. But I'm still having a hard time building up, like, a reliable friend group in the area. So I wanted to ask, why are adult relationships so difficult, and how can I take some of my casual acquaintances to, like, the next friendship level without looking, like, thirsty? Thanks. Well, girl, like, literally everyone I'm sitting here with, I've met through the internet. I'm with Christina Lopez, my producer, and Blair Bercy, my, like, really good friend. And, like, my, like, what would we call you, Christina? Chrissy. Friend, friend, friend. Friend turn. She's like a friend turn. The other Christina. The other Christina. She goes by Chrissy. I call her Christina. Um, but like this is like my thing. Is that like just the internet, man? Like, I don't know. Like, the best way to do it is to like find something to go to. Like, I don't know, go to a craft fair or something. Maybe there's like a craft fair in your neighborhood. And then like maybe you can like meet someone who like does some sort of like cool craft that you like. And you can, like, be like, hey, can I have your card? And then, like, they'll be like, yeah. And be like, can I? <laughs> what are Is this serious? a plot to a Meryl Streep movie or an actual <laughs> suggestion for this girl? No. What? No. Don't go to like, I'm being serious. A, where does she live? Eastwick? Is she a witch? No. She's not going to a craft there. Let me tell you something. I moved to New York. There's a farmer's market on Larchmont. Are you friends with any farmers, Molly? You know one farmer from that market that you are friends with. I could be friends. When I moved to Austin, I moved to Austin for six weeks. Right. And I, or no, for three, for for six, six weeks. And did you make friends with farmers or craftsmen there? Yeah. Yeah, I made my, my masseuse, Sarah, she made kill chips. Okay, you're not paying people to come and be your friend. She had... You paid her. No, I didn't. You didn't pay your masseuse? Okay, yes. Well, but, like, I, but she, like, had interests. And have you talked to her since? Well, right, like, once you stop paying email. her. No, we email. But, like, I only lived in Austin for six weeks. If I lived there permanently, I'd be with her, like, all the time. You know, no, you did meet that cool girl, Pearl. Oh, Pearl, and also my friend Jenny in Austin. Like, I met a lot of cool people through the internet. I think that your the fact that you met these people, it's not, the advice you're giving is not right. The fact is you went there, you were a cool person, and you were comfortable in yourself, and you did things that you liked, and you met these people. Wow, you met Pearl at the nail shop, because you were being yourself, you were having a good time. I think she- Okay, okay, that's fair, but like, if you don't, if you don't, if you're not, like, if you don't have my sparkle, like, let's just put it that way. <laughs> No, I'm saying, like, if you don't, like, have, like, if you don't have a s- opportunity to, like, go into cool situations, the most basic way is to find, like, things on the internet, attend them, and then make connections. Yes. Okay. Network. Yeah. Be yourself. I would say, I did this in New York. I worked for a lot of hours during the day. So I would say, go somewhere, be yourself, have a good time, and people tend to find you that way and you already have something in common because you guys were at a cool place at the same time. So yeah, I'll agree with that point. I don't know about that whole craft 
fair farmer shit. I but. like my thing, and you didn't let me finish. Oh, I'm so sorry <laughs> to your podcast. I'm so sorry. Finish, finish. So after she's done picking apples, <laughs> what what was going to happen? My little pony, finish. You Sparkle a lot. Finish. No, go, go, go. And by the way, you don't even know what city she lives in because Chicago is no, just known for their fucking apple picking. No, or- I wasn't. I never suggested apple picking. You just have an agenda against me because I told you once that we should go apple picking. Because black people don't apple no. pick. <laughs> This is not the Hunger Games. I am not your rue. You are not just going to take me to a field no. and drop me off. Or I'm from that's like, oh, like going to fun ball activity. Like you go apple picking oh, or like too. you go to like a fun pumpkin patch. Well, don't I sound like, like a California bitch? That just sounds crazy. No, well, you, but you can drive a little bit north from here. They, they have apples. They have like, there's fruit picking activity. <laughs> I just don't know any uh, friends. Yeah, okay, sweet. This is this is something I want to talk about that's very important that is actually a question for my Please Advise listeners. Okay. I sometimes make, I guess, what's known as ridiculous suggestions to yes. my friends, okay? And I don't realize they're ridiculous. To me, they're totally normal. And, like, what I think is, like, what we should do. Like, maybe we should go pick some fucking apples on the motherfucking fall. I love a good Macintosh. Where do you fucking get them? Like at I'm your a farmer's market. Criminal. No, it's hard. They're hard to find a fresh Macintosh. Like, stop being a bitch to me about it. Like, I really think it's normal. Like, do we not, Christina? Do you pick apples, Christina Lopez? Yes, you Christina do. Christina Lopez picks apples. Not it's not abnormal. Apple. From the rotten. So, apple. so what happened was. The thing that I'm getting to that I need advice about was... <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. So Air me I out. had a friend that was unemployed for like a period of time and he's creative and he was hoping to build up his creative like resume while also making a little bit of cash. And like he happens to like have a great personality. So I was like, maybe you should sell Avon. And... <laughs> I was so worried you were going to air me out because I called you a stupid bitch for asking me if I wanted to go apple picking the next day. And this is even better. Oh, God. These are, yes, these are your good suggestions. Go on. Go on. Oh, thank God you said this. No, but I honestly think you that, like, there's it. a... There's nothing... I know, honestly, it's just recently, like, the more people I tell about this Avon suggestion because like he brought it up a year later in an angry conversation (laughs) and he was like I'm still mad about the time you told me to sell Avon (laughs) but no and I'm laughing because I know like now I'm starting to realize like I don't know why it wasn't good it's weird I didn't say Tupperware like I thought no I think Avon if you Need to supplement your income to be an artist. There's a lot worse things you can do than sell Avon. Oh, yeah, there is. But Why there- don't you go, like, oh, oh, you can go suck dick for crack in the PDC. <laughs> like, you can go. <laughs> go ahead and ask your questions here. Do you want You, want you guys, I want to hear your questions. My question, though, is really, is it wrong to tell your friend to sell Avon? <laughs> Hi. So, this is my life right now. My boyfriend of 10 years um, confessed to me that he hung out with a girl from work. Um, They didn't sleep together, and I do totally believe that, as naive as that sounds, because he said 
so much worse stuff <laughs> that he would have told me that also. Um, he's in our relationship, so it's not the biggest surprise. I mean, it's a surprise. It's not something that anybody should ever do, but we were having problems. It's not like whatever. So less than 48 hours after that confession, I get a phone call from the police at work that my house is burning down. So I didn't even get to deal with that situation, and I was so relieved that my boyfriend made it out of the house. Um, But I also hated him at the same time and had to spend three weeks in a hotel with him and my two dogs just being stressed and hating every part of my life so much. And we are working on things, but at the same time, I don't know. I don't know if I'm really dealing with anything because there's way too much to deal with right now, like building an entire new fucking house. Um, I don't want to throw away the 10 years, and he's been doing everything he should have since. Uh, A couple of crazy things went on, like that girl's boyfriend showed up at work, and all the police had to be called and all this shit. And she's been trying to harass me online because she's a fucking immature bitch. But I can't even say a word back to her in any way because he could get fired. He's looking for a new job. We're trying to move on from everything. But at the same time, I feel like a crazy person. And I'm trying to let it go and trying to deal with everything and not have a fight every single day. But then I drink and want to punch everybody in the face. So, yay. That life is like a one day at a time life. I don't really know what else to say. Like the, when when it's literally all like that cry. Seems like your boyfriend's like pretty good. Dogs, cute, happy there, fine. I mean, I, I don't love the kissing the other person part. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Like maybe... Blair, go ahead. Yeah, I don't feel the same. I feel like she's trying to hold everybody's life together. Her boyfriend's life, these crazy people, the other bitch, the dogs, like, and then there is no place. And did he burn your house down? Like, he's at home and the house burns down around him, but he makes it out? Like, so then did he do something then too? So he confesses to her that he kissed somebody and then he fucks up again? I feel like she's taking care of him. And yes, 10 years is a very, very, very long time. But I was watching some television program I don't know which one it was but they basically said you know a relationship is not you know it's not a job you don't get you know you're not in it for the gold watch and the, that's and true. the, the you know gold parachute package whatever it's called you you're in it because you guys love each other and you care about each other now you guys can do that as friends but just being together for 10 years does not mean you guys have to stay together in a loving relationship because there's somebody out there that's not going to kiss other people that's not going to have so much drama like you need to be with somebody that's like i got you we're building this together don't stress it sounds like you're working and then coming home to emotional stress because you don't understand what's happening in your relationship because he's being weird and then you have these other two psychos that are causing work stress for both of you that's none of that is your problem i feel like i mean it's the worst thing in the world to have your possessions burned and gone and destroyed but some part of that it sucks now and it's terrible but some part of that can be a fresh start and maybe it's the time now to just say look i care about you I want good things for you. For 10 years, you were my partner, but the love, the kind of like love that I deserve isn't there. 
Like, and good luck, God bless. You know, maybe you should look for someplace else. Me and the dogs will be cool. You can still come by and visit the dogs. You and this psycho hoe and the people trying to punch you and the police can go about your merry fucking way because it sounds like they're gonna push you to your breaking point. If you're at the point where you're drinking and you're not like feeling anything other than I want to punch people, then you're just drinking because you feel like you want to yeah, punch that's people. Real, that's real. It's going to, and the last thing you need that's is to that go to though, jail. Yo, girl, like literally one day at a time, like maybe go to AI. Like <laughs> maybe there's like, you need to find some sort of balance in your life with therapy or talking to someone or something, but that's a lot to carry on your shoulders. It is. There's a reason why you're carrying all that on your shoulders. Like, but really like. Honestly. And those dogs will always love you and somebody else out there. Like, you'll be okay. It sucks. It sucks (laughs) terribly now, but you will be okay without having that kind of drama. I just don't know if he's trying to help her. Maybe they really do love each other deep down, though. I'm open to that. He's, I mean... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know the particulars. That's the thing is that we don't know the real particulars. Yeah. But I'm an excuse maker. That's why, like, this is listed under a comedy podcast because, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, (laughs) sure. Like, I would totally let some probably, like, if if he was a secret meth head and I didn't know and, like, he, like, lit a fire in the back of the house with, like, I don't know, like, some fun firecrackers he got. Like, what a... I, I mean, I don't know. But I just, yeah, it's not good. Katie, please update us. You can call in, please. I mean, you anytime. Sound, she sounds so good. Like her house burned down, and her boyfriend's kissing other people. And she's still going to work and holding it together. Like she sounds like he's only. No, she's a shit. Yeah. No, Katie's a shit. No questions asked. But you know what I'm saying? Like you got to help yourself. One day at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, this is like not our normal question taking method, but I did get a question to my Tumblr inbox, malls.tumblr.com, that I thought was like kind of interesting, and I thought we'd talk about it here. Because the reason why it came through my Tumblr inbox is because she does not have cell service in her home. Here's how it starts. I don't have self-service at my home, so I can't leave you a voicemail. I've been in L.A. for almost two months now, and I've been harassed on the street more than I've ever expected to be. I've had three huge dudes follow me for half a block, being gross and super suggestive. Suggestive. (laughs) (laughs) Suggestive. Brought to you by Mirabal. I finally had <laughs> to run away from them. Okay. I live basically in South Central, so I understand that oh, comes shit. with the territory. Blair, <laughs> oh, that's why I wanted to read it. Oh, but it happened quite a bit when I was staying in Echo Park, too. My cue was this At what point is it appropriate to blast them in the face with my keychain pepper spray? Oh, no, honey. <laughs> Girl, you like bullets? <laughs> Does your keychain come with bullets? Like, maybe that point would be obvious to some, but I'm afraid it might be an impetus for violence. Yeah, so she knows. Um, her name's Morena. Oh, Morena. I like. So we want to address her, humanize our victim. Yeah, no, I learned that on SVU. Um, you go ahead. 
She wrote into you, go. Like, why Why do you live in that neighborhood? Maybe she can't afford something else. She can't. No, you can't. You can always afford something else. No, you can't. Some people have bad credit. No, you can move to someplace other than South Central. Like, you can sublet She place. was. She was in Echo Park, about to get raped there, too. Yeah, but, like, there's, there's ways. Like, move way out into the valley. Maybe she has to work. Maybe she doesn't have a car. Like, there's... Sometimes you're stuck where you're at. I get that. That's, That's not the true, issue. That's true, but... You're coming from a perspective of, like means and credit and sell service at home no She's, i'm not because i lived you know me like, no i know I, but you've had opportunities maybe she doesn't have the same opportunity but when i lived in koreatown i didn't have opportunities like i was always scared to walk in my neighborhood at night but i lived in koreatown because it's safer than south central right but you can afford koreatown it's, koreatown is like okay so what's the what's let's look up the real estate difference between living in south central and koreatown I feel like certain people have different, like, opportunities to getting another place. Sometimes, okay. like, maybe she doesn't have paperwork. Maybe she doesn't have a job that she gets paid for. And when they request well, that paycheck stubs. Well, that would have really like, super important shit to include in I the think message. she's more concerned with not getting <laughs> fucking fucked on her way home. Like, I don't think her economic status is the, the problem. I think... And I agree. I, I mean, obviously, that's a fear when you live in any dangerous yeah, area. It's true. You've been followed home in a nice area. Like, it just happens. We, but, like, the answer is, is, like, like, sure, protect yourself. But, like, don't, like, you just mind your own business. Yeah. That's I, all you can do. Go ahead. Okay, Christina, our yeah, producer, is going to step in. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm. <laughs> Move on over, little white girl. So, <laughs> so I'm from New York, you know, like I grew up getting cat calls since I was like 11 years old because I was like five, six with a B cup at 11 and I looked like I was 17. So, I mean, like sometimes this is just a part of life. You have to learn how to adapt and be, get street smart. You know what I mean? Like it's scary to be followed by three guys, but you know, <laughs> learn how to run in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you walk. I mean, faster. like, it's like you don't, you don't want to use things like pepper spray no. because those things can always be used against you. And like, if you've ever been pepper sprayed, That's real. I mean, even if you spray it at someone, you still get the kickback of like the mist. Yep, and it, it's very strong. Or <laughs> it doesn't work. Like, sadly, I know people that have pulled their little like press down on their keychain, and we've laughed. Like, oh my god, you thought that that pepper spray was gonna work? Like, it just maybe it expired. Like, you don't want to pepper spray a group of guys. You just have to ignore them and just try to. I mean, so like, but are we really saying don't use pepper spray? Like, I get it, but like, doesn't. Yes, does, I'm telling the her. The advice everyone gives you is to get pepper spray. Like, what else can you do? Let's not all shove like guns in our tits. Yeah, I, but I don't think it should be your first like go to. Here's defense. the thing. If pepper spray is a means to like keep somebody at bay a little while longer. If it's a life or death situation, if they're on top of her or something like that, yes, you, of course use your pepper spray. If you're walking down the street and they're like, hey mommy, what's up? And they're they're following you close enough, you have to take another route home. You have to, st I remember I did that in New York. I refused to walk during like in between blocks that were residential and I would stay past the bodegas, past places where like a Kennedy fried chicken. Yeah, you think that you're not safe, but it's well lit, the police go by and they don't want any problems. So That's you right. have to take a different route. Bring a hoodie. I'm big on like 
bring a hoodie, put it over your clothes, and look a little more menacing. Yeah, that's one of the things about LA that kind of scares me a little bit is that it's a lot it's a lot more residential. The lights aren't the streets aren't lit as well. There's not going to be busy businesses in New York. You know, there's people everywhere here. It's not really that kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. Like I, that was my we lived in the we lived in the same most dangerous of neighborhoods. You not in not in Brooklyn. For sure. That's right. No, I'm just kidding. Uh-oh. But like. BK. Yeah. Just like mind your own business. That's it. And stay on like lit streets. I also think that. Um, Take some self-defense courses. Yeah. You need to start feeling a little bit more secure. I, I think they can kind of pick up on the fact that you're like shook a little bit and have one hand on the pepper spray. And I think they're picking up on that and they're probably enjoying that whole life And you like, know, keep your keys all bunched up in your hands. Like so they're pointing through your fingers so you can like scrape their That's faces. That's true. Have you ever actually tried to do that, though? It doesn't really work. I've never had to. Well, damn, Christine, even I haven't done that. Christine, I've never had to try to actually do it, but I, have you? Yeah, it doesn't really work that well. Why? <laughs> okay, but it, it digs into your hands? Yeah, it digs back into your hands, and, like, you don't, it doesn't really, like, it doesn't really do much of anything. It, oh. Like, if you're trying to dig back in, but it, it digs it's back cutting. into your own hands. Please advise is brought to you by like pocket knives and things. <laughs> I just feel like if you're going you for somebody's face, play. like some keys play, will help. motherfucker. No, I definitely advocate for women to um, take self-defense courses because it just increases your confidence. Um, and that shows. So you're not an easy prey. Another. And that kind of like, since they know that you're not scared of them. Yeah. They're not going to go after Yeah, they're you. not. They don't want to fight. They really don't. I th- also think. I do this personally, I'll call somebody. If I am walking somewhere far, not phone out to your ear, hey girl, hey cute iPhone case out, put your earbuds in and start talking. Like, yep, I'm walking, no, you know, I think part of that is also they know that you have somebody else there, that you're not just some little girl by yourself. They don't know who's on the other line. Fake it. If you don't have anybody, put that shit in your ear like, nope, I'm walking, yeah, you know, so that they know you're, they're not just going to like grab you, cover your mouth, and you're never going to be seen again. But I really don't think you should pepper spray anybody. I really don't. I re- Especially if you're going to have to Last walk. Last resort. Yeah, you're going to have to walk that area too. So then what? After you pepper spray them. It's strong. No, it does. And you, you'll start choking. But then what are you going to do on Wednesday? You pepper spray them Tuesday, then Wednesday. What, you get another thing of pepper spray? Like, they're going to be pissed. Pepper spray wears off. Yeah. You know? If the police in South Central, I hate to talk about my city this way, but it takes a lot to get the police in South Central out. And calling like I was walking home and I pepper sprayed these dudes, they're going to be like, come down and fill out a report. They're not really trying to, you know, drive down the block and make sure you're safe. I mean, some cops do, but it's there are so many terrible, violent crimes in South Central that it takes a lot to get the cops out there. I really, it's it's not the best, so. Okay. And I just got to say, like, just to add on it, like, this is another thing about being a woman that kind of sucks. Like, guys don't really ever have to worry about that. I mean, I guess they worry about getting mugged, but. No, she's trying. She's lived in two different areas and she can't even, like, walk around. Sorry. You guys, that was beautiful and needed to be said. And I appreciate you chiming in and your different voices. I love y'all. I love you too. That was a sister effort. Let me drink my Oprah chai. <laughs> Next question, please. 
Hey, Malls. It's Tina the Diva. I know you know me through Twitter, and I love this total fun advice line. I think you're doing a good job. All the advice from that last little podcast was great. And I was just wondering what your stance is on spray tanning versus, like, just going to a tanning bed. Because I'm going to a wedding in July in Los Angeles. I'm from Seattle, so I'm pretty freaking pale. Um, Let me know. Thank you. Bye. Tina, Tina, the motherfucking diva. I know exactly who you are. You tweet me updates all the time from Kiss FM in Seattle, which is my life. Like, yeah, there was a very long period of time where I would wake up and Tina would have already told me the day's news um, that she'd gotten from Kiss FM Seattle on the way to work. Tina works at a Hallmark store. Like, I'm obsessed with her. Like, working at a Hallmark store is, like, kind of my dream. So, and also, Tina always has so much fun with her girlfriends, and she loves costumes. Oh, my God. She sounds amazing. Yeah. So, Tina's, like, a really important internet person to me. I kind of love her. And I know she has a pretty pale complexion. Tina. Keeping it real. Girl, you got to go to her, like, an organic spray tan place. And I'll tell you why. If you get in a tanning bed, I've seen your pics. You are like paper white. You're going to burn. I don't know how much time you have, how long this process can go on. You probably like, this is what I would recommend. If you have to, if it's the cheapest option to go into the booths, like get, go to like a Hollywood tan and like get like a $19.99 for the first month membership and like burn the shit out of yourself. And there's going to be like bubbles everywhere and it's going to like suck and you're gonna be like, ow, and it's going to hurt when you fall asleep. And then it's like fine. And like you have a great tan and then like, Oh my God, you go why in. people go through this? Yes. And then like, huh. it takes like, it's like, it's honestly, it's probably like to get a great tan. It's probably like two weeks. So if you if you do in a bed, but you have to start with that initial like burning the shit out of yourself, so you're like lobster red. But the only like problem with that is that it's cancerous, so you can't really do that. <laughs> like it just it's cancerous, like and you know that that's like not like we're not breaking news, okay? So then you go to an, like a spray tan place, awesome. But then they're probably gonna like put you in a machine, and those machines are. They cause, like, often, like, uneven lines. And I think that that's, like, really embarrassing because then it's, like, what's the point? You may, like, you shouldn't have even gotten tanned because then, like, everyone can see your underwear. Do you know what I mean? So then I feel like if you're going to, like, go the non, like, skin cancer route and you're going to invest, like, cash into a tan, it's going to cost more than $19.99. It probably could cost anywhere from, like, 30 to 100 and I'm sure that actually like maybe 160 if it goes crazy (laughs) if it goes crazy but Tina you're asking about a fucking tan like I don't know what to tell you like she knows Tina's not like I'm I'm, this is shocking to a caramel colored human being this is I this is it's the same thing when I tell people about hair like black hair is expensive so it's like you tell them that they're like what do you mean a blow dry isn't 30 dollars at the blow dry bar so i get i'm just learning you're educating me (laughs) yeah so it's like so bottom line is is for like a one-time thing it's like 160 max and they'll custom airbrush you and like go over like everything so that you're fine but then 
let's look at like this other option, Tina, which I think might be really great. Is just like get that Jergens lotion because it's not bad. The one that's like it's like four dollars, and you just like rub it on you for like a week, and you rub it over and over again, and like are you gonna be like flawless? No, like but if you want like the bomb flawless tan, there's like a few options, and I love tanning so so much, and I hate having to wear sunscreen but like I do it every day and I love it so much and it's like now it's part of my routine because I know that it's good for me so I like happy when I do it but um you rub Jergens on you no like SPF oh yeah I do like an SPF like I like I do it all over my chest like (laughs) it's good you have baby skin But not really. I mean, I'm starting to get like kind of like old lady skin on my eyes. Oh, God. That's not real. Um, I learned about tanning. This is – I'm truly – this is all in education. I did not know tanning was that expensive. The only thing I've seen is like the Kardashians and like MJ from Shaws of Sunset. Kardashians are like – you know, they're you know they're paying two fifty dollars a spray. Oh, I mean, but they come out to your house and like contour. Like she doesn't True. want that – I know. I want a contour moment. I know you do. I know you do. I know you want that. You want that Chloe with a little glitter. I did listen to the no, first one. No, you know that you know like I'd be glitter. like, oh no, of course I don't want glitter. And then I'd be like. Just a little. You can put a little glitter. Oh, and so you know, I'd be like, you can put, I wouldn't mind. All right, fine. A little shimmer would be okay. Oh, no, I want to look like an Oscar. If somebody's coming out to spray tan me, <laughs> spray me in gold. I want to look like a damn Oscar. Um, I learned, I'm not going to out the friend of mine, but a friend of mine went to a wedding. And got a spray tan, and I think it's funny because she said it was a 304, and anybody that, like, back in the day, like, 304 was, like, what you called hoes. Sorry, was that only me? Like, 304, like, you text people. I don't know. It was our way of communicating. Mm-hmm. 143 meant I love you, and 304 yeah. meant you're a hoe, and 187 meant you're in some deep shit, Cindy. Your TV is leaking. But mm. um, 304, <laughs> sorry, scary movie. Um, 304 was the color she got, and she was, like, bronze, and she's a white woman. She has that good East Coast, nice white sheen to her. And she got a 304. I don't know if they have 304s in Seattle, but she looked good. And she went one day, I think, on like a Friday and let it like marinate for the wedding by like Saturday. And she looked good. So maybe she can just go ahead and get that Tina spray tan 304. Please, girl. Google 304. That's what, that's what she said. And then, I, you know, Tina, you know what? I, I don't just ask you. I expect you to call me with an update about this spray tan. Pictures. 323-450-7408. And we will post the pictures of your spray tan on our Please Advise Tumblr, pleaseadvise.tumblr.com. That's P-L-Z-A-D-V-I-S-E.tumblr.com. All right. Next question. Hey, Malls. This is Donnie and Torrance. Uh, my question is about Tinder. I've got a pretty rockin' bod, but I don't want to go shirtless on Tinder. How do I show off my physique and still keep it classy? Love the show. Thanks. Hey, Donnie. I'm proud of you that you're proud of you. That's great that you have a rockin' body. Um, not only is it a lot to have a rocking body, but it's a lot to know that you have one. And uh, for that, I really applaud you. I think it's a beautiful thing that you're comfortable in your skin and that you want to express yourself via photography on the internet. I'm really proud of you. And um, I think it's gorgeous. I think 
the most simple answer to your question is that you just want to take like a full body shot in the <laughs> closest style, like size style, like like maybe it's like an okay, go to an American Apparel and like get like a men's start with like a men's medium. And then like if a medium doesn't show off your physique, then maybe like a large and then take that large out on the street, grab a friend that like you know like isn't going to be envious of your gorgeous physique and have him shoot some like different locations of you in your new t-shirt. And like that's probably like kind of a good way to get across to people like, hey, like but like, you know, American apparel is so generic that it doesn't look douchey. But like if you do it like, you know, like too sexually, you're going to look like super retarded. And like I don't <laughs> want that for you. So that's basically my answer. And I'm really proud of you. And I really need an update on this. I want to see these pictures more than I want to live tomorrow. So please. Donnie, send me the picture. <laughs> oh God, this turned into like a hostage situation. Donnie needs a picture. Of you showing off your body without showing off your body that you're so proud of. Did he say he's from Torrance? I please advise podcast at gmail.com. Okay, this is going to sound stupid because I'm not on Tinder. <laughs> Can't he just, like, take a regular photo, like, I'm in a pool? Like, someplace where you it would be normal to be shirtless or, like, chill. do people have, like, I refuse to get on Tinder. But then, like, everyone knows that's the subtext what? of, like, why, like. What do you mean you don't need to? You're, you're not looking for someone to date, are you? No, no, I'm not, but I'm saying, is that a stupid suggestion? Like, have him do something active where he can be, like, in a pool or, like, on the beach or something, like, not. Like I'm if he's on the like beach. parasailing, then I'm like, okay, so there's a greater purpose than like chilling in a suit. But yeah. like, if he's like, can he do something physical with a shirt off? Or yeah, with like a wet shirt. Or but like, if he's doing that, know, like, but me. like he actually, it has to be kind. It, it it honestly for me, it has to be an action shot. Yeah, or I'm gonna know why it's there. No, like, like I'm sure he's been to like some function where he's been athletic. He has a great physique. Clearly, yeah. Donnie from Torrance is Donnie, representing Donnie, that like, hard body life. You're just fucking. Like ruling Adonis. the world, like when a you South walk Bay into Adonis. that gold's on coal, you know that gold gem I'm talking about on coal in Santa Monica. You walk in there, you're wearing a tank, like there's men checking you out. You want to get a smoothie, but you know there's so many eyes on you, and you're kind of like shy, so you're embarrassed to eat in front of other people. Like when that's going on for you, Donnie, like. Just, like, think about activities you've done. But wait, I, I actually don't know anything about Tinder. <laughs> I have to admit, like, I know exactly what it is, but I don't know what it is. But our producer, Christina Lopez, is on Tinder and does know <laughs> some things. She's – Christina, why don't you take over? Okay, well, you know, I'm a single lady in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And I'm very tech savvy, so Tinder's kind of, like, right up my alley. <laughs> Well, I was actually just going to suggest he can like pose in a tank and just show off, give ladies free tickets Ugh. to the gun show. 
<laughs> okay, yeah, that sounds like what Donnie. I, yeah, I that sounds I like would, what Donnie I, would do. Honestly, I would never write to a guy in a tank. I would. Okay. You haven't seen Donnie in a tank. Yeah, you haven't seen Donnie in a tank. I don't. I don't know. Okay. Well, there was something that I was bringing up to them that um, that a trend that I noticed on Tinder is guys posing with tigers, and I have at least seven screen caps of that, and I don't understand it. So Donnie, maybe you can pose with a tiger, and that's how you can get the ladies. But since you have a rocking body, you don't need that. We should post a gallery of our guys with on Tinder with tigers on our please advise Tumblr. So we're gonna I'll do post that. a gallery. I'll keep going through Tinder just to you know. But for we this have purpose. at least six men who yeah. think that, I mean, I some of them to, are fake that, tigers, which is even sadder. I, I kind of, I'm not mad at like a tiger. I also think it means something. I think you guys should get advice from your listeners. I think if somebody's on Tinder and they know, maybe tiger's code for something. What if it's some like underground code, like you got the tiger, oh. you got that, like you're about that, mm. you know? So I think, yes. I think somebody needs to answer your questions. I think there is some dude on Tinder that's listening to this or maybe a friend of a friend you're like hey these girls are asking about tigers what's up with that and then you guys are gonna find out the real deal it's a secret code for something like yeah. I like I said you ready to fly to Dubai <laughs> you, you, that's what that tiger means that's real I saw taken I know what they do Swipe left. <laughs> <laughs> hi Miles. my name is Elise I'm actually calling um, for a little bit of advice or guidance um, I'm 36, I have a three-and-a-half-year-old son, and a month ago my divorce was finalized. So I find myself in a position now where I can really kind of like reinvent myself and do things to kind of pursue my own happiness. Um, I have a great job, great home, everything is wonderful, but I was recently offered um, a chance at a, a very, very good position with the company I've been with for the past six years. and. For whatever reason, that's the only thing I'm really, really scared to try. Um, I haven't done much for my career um, in a long time, and I'm, I think I've gone through so much change recently that this is just one big stumbling block for me, but I know if I end up taking it, it could be an amazing opportunity. On the flip side, if it doesn't work out, I will have screwed up six years of work history and maybe, you know, done terrible things for mine and my son's future. So what do you think? Should I take the chance? Should I go for this job and just sort of continue on that path of reinvention or just keep doing what I'm doing in pursuit of stability? Um, it's kind of scary. Anyway, thank you so much and uh, good luck with the podcast. And thanks for taking the time. Bye. Hey, girl. So it seems like a lot of times the universe like presents you with opportunities to change and it's up to you like as to whether or not you want to take them or let the universe like universe like force you through them like sometimes like you know like who knows like if you don't take this leap right now and do like take the opportunity that you've been like manifesting and desiring and like wanting and like know that will like make you feel more spiritually happy and fulfilled. You've already like divorced and gotten rid of that like like negative stuff in your life. Like just keep getting the negative out and it's going to be scary for a while. But like I don't know. Things work out like they always do. Like things always work out. So I would say just take the leap. You're going to be fine. And you – I'm guessing probably have at least some people in your life that care about you and like help you out in terms of like 
watching your son if you have to go on interviews or doing whatever it is. But like, yeah, you're divorced. You have the opportunity for a fresh start. It seems like with the, that's what like the universe is asking of you. So if you don't do it this way, it's going to happen in a different way. And you may not like that as much. This may be the less scary of all the options. I totally agree 100%. I was, I'm one of those people that I definitely get comfortable and I'm like, hey, I'd rather just keep this money in my pocket and rather than try out something else. And I, you know, Molly mm -hmm. was the first person. She was like, do this. You should do this. You should do this. And I'd say, oh, I could, but I'm going to stay here. I could, but I'm, I mean, dragging, kicking, screaming. And she finally was like, look, girl, I have the opportunity for you. You need to do this. Come on. And even still, I still just kept like one toe in the water. I was like, I don't want to get out. And then I finally made that leap and it was the best decision. I, I'm so happy now that every if everything went away tomorrow, it was worth it. So I get the whole fear of like, yes, you're going to switch to something new and you feel like you're going to wipe away those six years. You're not because those six years will live on your resume. The experience will be there as long as everything is okay for your son. Um, three, honestly, I remember my mom kind of switched careers when I was younger and we still made it out. So even worst case scenario, you guys rebuilt. I don't think it'll be that. I think you're not going to regret the decision. And you'll realize once you get on the other side that it was the perfect time, a fresh start, clean start, and you're going to be doing something that sounds like a step up in a way, if not, you know, financially, maybe just personally, like it feels like a good position for you to be in. Take it and you, I mean, if there's a way to take a leave of absence, if you're really scared and you really aren't sure, it sounds like a good idea, but if there's something we're missing, see if you could take a leave of absence. A lot of jobs might let you say, you know, can I take a few weeks off? You can try out the other job. I don't know if it's in a company. I have no idea what, which position is what, but there are certain things you can do to kind of make sure you're not jobless, because I don't think you should be jobless at this time, but I also think you sound really smart. You sound like you've been through a lot so that if this other opportunity seems like a good idea, you might just want to roll the dice and go for happiness. Like, like you said, I think the universe presented her with some awesome opportunity. All right. So let's dedicate this episode to the universe. And Elise. And Elise. And to everyone that called in today, please, you guys, call back in with your updates. It's 323 Four five zero seven four zero eight. We want to know how did things work out for you? This was kind of a crazy episode. If you're still listening, <laughs> we thank you so much to my producer Christina Lopez for chiming in. My very special guest, guest Miraval, also by Brad and Angelina. But my very special guest, Blair Bercy. Thank you, Polar Seltzer, which. Gives me life. And um, Porto's and Glendale, which provided me with pastries to eat when I needed them the most. I'm Molly McAleer. You can find me at malls on Twitter.com. This is Please Advise. I love you. See you soon. Hey, guys. So we don't really have like a theme song for this podcast yet. And I was wondering if any of you guys wanted to maybe contribute one. You'd be credited at the end of every episode for your fabulous theme song. All I ask is that you include my name, Malls. Please advise the title of this podcast and our phone number, which is 323-450-7408. 
I want to hear your mad producer skills, your Diplo beats, whatever, pussy popping on a handstand, dubstep, get it in the reggae Christmas hut, Bonnaroo for life. Thanks, guys. Bye.